She's Robin. She's Alex. And this is Coworkers Killing Time. And here we talk about everything. Enjoy! Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This is episode 29 of Coworkers Killing Time. As always, I am Alex. And I'm Robin. And today we are doing another Around the Water Cooler because it's almost the end of April when this comes out. And we haven't done one for this month. Yeah. So I have some stories. And then at the end, I have you have your Pete Davidson segment. Yes. I have my own segment that I'm starting. Okay. And I'm so happy about it because it's going to be so funny yes. every single week. What? But I'm going to do it at oh, the end. tell me later. No, okay. I'm, you're going to be very excited okay, for my good. last story. Oh, so it's excited. my closing out segment. Okay. So my first story is actually kind of serious, but I think it's good. So I think I've talked about this before. One of my grandparents is Russian, was Russian, and I feel very, like, bad about the conflict going on in Ukraine and Russia and I think it's horrible and I don't think they should have attacked Ukraine at the same time as somebody who has Russian relatives who still live in Russia I feel like the Russian people are suffering for this and I think that that's horrible but I thought this story was so awesome so anti-war demonstrators in Washington DC on April 14th beamed a Ukrainian flag onto the Russian embassy with high-powered lights Wow. So I have a picture of it and I'll put it on the Instagram. But Benjamin Witz, who was like the lead protester, stated that they wanted to make an impactful statement to the Russian embassy while respecting how buildings should be treated. So they didn't want to like enter the building or crash into it it, or destroy anything or be horrible. They just wanted to do something that would make an impact. And I think... With Vladimir Putin's ego, that would probably make an impact. And it's like, oh my God, that's our building and that's Russian soil and why is there a Ukrainian flag? But they said the reason that they decided to do that is because the building, and you'll see in the photo on Instagram, but the building is like a large white square building with very skinny windows. So it literally looks like a projector screen. So they just beamed huge Ukrainian flags onto it. That's so cool. So I thought that was pretty interesting. It's not funny or anything, but I thought it was timely and interesting. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I like it. Yeah. So that was my first story. So do you want to do yours? Yeah. I found this to be just a fascinating story. Remember Phil Collins? Yes, I well, the drummer. Yes, I know Phil Collins. <laughs> um, I that picture is upside down. So Robin has an article with a picture of Phil Collins on it, and at first I can read the headlines, so yeah. I know it's not. But from upside down, it looks like Mariska Hargitay from yeah, SVU. Yeah, kind of. And does. I'm like, why is Phil Collins with her? She's really, really beautiful. So Phil Collins married his wife in. I don't know, maybe 1999 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then they divorced in 2016, right? But then they got back together. I'm sorry. They divorced in 2006. Okay. 2006. They divorced in 2006. Then they reconciled in 2016, right? Mm -hmm. And then Phil Collins goes on his, like, final world tour with with, um, Genesis. Okay. So during that time, girlfriend meets... An, uh, an online, I mean, an escort online, a mm-hmm. male escort. Oh, my God. Moves him into their home. Oh, my God. And then ends up marrying the guy because she and Phil Collins oh, they're divorced. were divorced. So it's not like a polygamous situation. So she married this man. <laughs> and then, and he's pretty, he's handsome and all, but. Yeah, he you is know handsome. what I mean? 
I mean, and she's pretty, but she's still, beautiful. you're reconciling with Phil Collins. So, his name is Tom, and or, and her name is Orianne. Okay. Orianne and Tom are married for 15 months before divorce filings announced the end of their love affair. Tom has alleged that Orianne did not allow him to leave the house without armed bo- bodyguards and that she was violent. Okay, I googled her, and this is, like, the picture you have of her yeah. is very attractive. The picture I found of her she is, like, like, really creepy. Oh. Uh, she looks like Chrissy Chrissy Teigen. She looks Teigen like Chrissy Teigen like with the pillow face years. filter from Instagram. Yeah, that's... And I'm saving this photo and I'm putting <laughs> it on to Instagram because she literally looks like she has the pillow face filter on. That's a bad lip job. But in this photo, she looks beautiful and wonderful. Yeah. So, I mean, so you I can Google for did. good photos, but go to our Instagram yeah. for the photo I'm speaking of. So Orianne was a Swiss-born translator who met Phil, Phil in 1994 when she was just 22. Okay. So I'd love to see her back then. But the two tied the knot in 1999, had two children, Nick and Matthew, before they divorced in 2006. I just wanted to get that back. And then Orianne allegedly uh, was paid $47 million during the divorce. Okay. And then they reconciled in 2016. And then when he went on a farewell tour in the summer of 2020, Orianne moved Tom into his Miami mansion. Wow, so, what a thank lady. You. What a lady. What a lady. I thought it was going to be like a nice story about them reconciling. <laughs> and I was going to be like, oh, you know who else reconciled during like COVID time? And I thought it was really sweet is Ben Stiller and his wife. Yes, and I thought that that yes, was a really yes, nice story. Yes, so that's a nice that. story. That's a really good story. And I will say I'm not just like hatefully Googling this woman. The reason I Googled was because I wanted to know if she was Lily Collins' mom, but she She's not Lily Collins' mom. His other ex-wife is. Um, Because I like Lily Collins. I loved Mirror Mirror with her and Julia Roberts, where she was Snow White and Julia Roberts was the evil queen. Hilariously underrated movie. So good. And I like Emily in Paris on Netflix, too. Even though that show is very problematic and, like, stereotypes French people. Um, Like, when I was looking for cliches for our last episode, um, I was looking on, like, Reddit and TikTok and, like, all these different places. Because, you know, that never disappoints. It's, like, the craziest people on the internet are there. Yes. There was a lady who was French being, like... Oh, here's all the cliches that Emily in Paris says about us. Like, we do not start work at 10 a.m. We do not do this. We do not do that. And then at the end, she's like, but we do believe that we work to live and we don't live to work like Americans do. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. Let's all adopt that motto. Do they not wander around the streets with a baguette of bread out of their, coming out of their bag? No, she didn't say, she didn't say that. No, they do do that because we've been to (laughs) France and they do that. Like, we went to a farmer's market when we went to France and it was very much that okay so so my poor f- phil collins is all i'm yes, saying poor phil collins we'll it's so sad and he looks also awful in the picture for <laughs> yeah. instagram so sorry phil yeah. because i love your songs man. yes all of them so uh my next story because i always feel like i get a story about the lottery somehow but look i'm not saying this right but laquadra laquadra Edwards put $40 into a lotto ticket vending machine at a supermarket in LA, which also a lotto ticket vending machine. Do we have those? Yes. Oh, I've never Big seen Y has one. one. But again, see, I don't gamble, like, ever. Yeah. The only time I do is when you're like, do you want to put $5 in for Powerball? Yeah. I'm like, yes. Scratch tickets, I think, are a waste of time. But the story proves that they're not. Right. Someone walked up and bumped her yeah. arm while she was pushing the button for the lotto tickets. So she pushed the wrong button, which ended up being a $30 ticket. And she meant to buy, like, a $5 or $1, it yeah. didn't say, but she meant to buy a much cheaper ticket. So she was obviously heated because... Sure. You would be. But it was a $30 200 times prize winner scratcher. 
So she's like, whatever, I'm going to scratch it. So she was mad because she spent most of the money she had with her and she was going to like shop in the store and then she couldn't. So this purchase annoyed her. She went out to her car, sat there and scratched the ticket. How much money do you think she won? She won $10 million. Wow. So she said that she scratched it and she won $10 million. And she's like, no, that has to be a joke. Because that's, isn't that what you would think? Like, that would be what I would think. She's like, no, that has to be a joke. So then she took out her phone and scanned, you know how I have the CT lottery app? And I scan our tickets for work. She scanned her lotto ticket and it said $10 million winner. She said she almost crashed her car. Because she was driving home and saw that. Because then, and she, but she still didn't believe it was real. She was like, no, there's no way. Because this was like a freak accident. I didn't even mean to buy this ticket. So she ended up winning the $10 million. And now that she has it, because this was in November, but they're reporting now because they're interviewing her now. She's using all of her winnings to buy herself a house and start a nonprofit in California. Wow. So. See? Yeah. Sometimes accidents yeah, or, or for a reason. That was divine intervention, I yeah, think. Yeah, for sure. If it's meant to be, it will be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's cliche let's it cliche up after it. last episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Good for her. Yeah, I thought that was pretty so interesting. So she started off pissed. Oh, and she now, was very pissed. And now she's like, woo And now she's that? like, ooh, thank you, whoever did that rudely. Because she said it was like a rude bump. Like, somebody was, like, in a rush and, like, walking oh. by and was like, ugh, and, like, pushed her. And she and that's why she got mad because like then your hand went from like oh I'm gonna push this to like oh I pushed that oh crap that's not what I wanted and I think she had like maybe I don't know forty dollars so now she spent yeah. all of it but ten well and well, you meant to spend five good choice no. yeah good choice because you got ten million dollars yeah okay so I have one that really isn't a it's not a long story at all it's just it's just a story that I feel like we can all relate to okay you know F one leader Charles Leclerc has his $320,000 Richard Mill, Millie, M-I-L-L-E, mm-hmm. I don't know, watch stolen. His $320,000 watch. That costs more than the house we're sitting in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> $320,000 upon your wrist. You know, right? these are the kind of relatable stories I live yeah, for. Right. Like when my boss, totally when our boss said, oh, you know how you have a $450,000 house? And I looked at him like... No, I don't. Okay. Not relatable. Yeah, I don't know what you're saying. Formula One champ leader Charles, is it Leclerc? Leclerc? I don't know. Escaped unharmed after being robbed of his $320,000 watch in Italy on Monday night. He reportedly had the watch snatched while with friends and his trainer, Andrea, or Andrea, I'm going to assume, Ferrari, Mm -hmm. in the the uh, Tuscan city of uh, Via Reggio. Okay. According to reports in, in Italian media, Ferrari driver Le- Leclerc was recognized by fans who stopped him for autographs and photographs. In in the crowd that quickly formed around him, a thief managed to remove the watch from his left wrist. Whoa. Can you imagine? Oh, pickpockets in yes. Europe are like no joke. I, I this is so shocking to me. So his trainer posted to Instagram via Salvatore has been completely in the dark for months. We have been reporting this for months. Well, yesterday evening in Via Salvatore, they robbed they robbed us. Think of uh, what is that? Think of arranging the lamp sooner or later, asking for a friend. 
So apparently they don't have any street lights out or something. Yeah. And the crowd came and like, woo, adoring yeah. fans. And then some dude somehow. Oh, I believe it totally because watch. when we went to Europe with us with Sunsea for a cruise that we earned, I had bought a little purse that was like a crossbody bag that yeah. had that like RFID protection. Yeah. And it was little and I would put like our passports and, um, our cell phones and stuff in there so that Dan didn't have anything in his pockets because the first night we were in Spain, uh, like three people got their cell phones stolen out of their, just were like walking and they had them in their front pockets <gasps> and they got them stolen. Their front like not pocket? even their back pocket, like their what? front pocket. Like that was like stealth mode. Yes, because people so then I really just, think they're safe. So I would pocket. always take everything and just put it in that. And then when we walk, it would be zipped shut. It, it's little. Yeah. And then I would hold it with my hand yeah. so that nobody could like unzip it. Yeah. And I would never wear like a backpack or anything. Same with New York City. I would never do any of that. Okay. That's just scary. Yeah. It's very scary. That's just frightening. But yeah. So better safe than sorry, Robin. Better safe than sorry. <laughs> oh, by the way, just a little PSA. Mm-hmm. I heard a story. I mean, this is probably a good two years ago now, but if you go to big crowded places, turn your Bluetooth tooth off mm-hmm. because something happened to one of my husband's like um, coworkers where they were at one of the casinos in, in our state mm-hmm. and somebody came up and like bumped the uh, phone to a phone from oh yep mm-hmm. and they instantly somehow turned like all their information yeah. to a totally different language mm-hmm. and then it was like one of those blackmail things where we're yeah. not going to give you your info back until you give us money type of thing which is and she lost like her whole she lost everything on her phone that's horrible so, every time every time we don't go that much anymore. every time every single go time gamble. we go i never go to the casino I turn the, so. I, if i remember i turn the bluetooth off because mm-mm. yeah no thank you no no so my next story is interesting because we work at an airport. Yes, we do. So this is an airport that I've actually been to. And the airport we work at is very loud when there's planes there, obviously. Yes. Dublin Airport received 12,272 noise complaints <laughs> from the same person oh my God, in 2021. How? The Who has per- time for that? The person averaged 34 complaints a day. Accounting for how how much do you think it is of the total complaints they amassed in one year? Eighty percent. Oh, close ninety okay. of all the complaints received about aircrafts taking off yeah. and landing. The total complaints for the year were thirteen thousand five hundred and sixty nine for twenty twenty one as a whole, but would have only been twelve hundred and ninety six <gasps> if not for this person. The complainer lives in Northwest Dublin. And made 6,227 complaints in the year 2020. Which, how did you have time to do that during COVID? Really? Like, well, I guess, yeah. But there really wasn't even anything flying. So, like... Yeah. Because the world shut down in, like, March. Right. Even in Ireland. Yes. And, yeah, how are you complaining that much? But get this. They've already filed, because they're going to break their record. They've already filed for the year 2022. 5,276 complaints. Averaging 59 complaints a day. Is this, like, online complaining? No, they call in and complain to the airport. They call the airport and Mm -hmm. complain. And they didn't, like, release the information of who it was, but it said that they don't live that close to the airport. And normally, it's just, like, people, the people who complain in their data and research and everything are people who live along the flight path lines, Obviously, because it's the loudest. So, like, we live on the flight path line here. So, like, we hear planes all the time. I have never been like, oh, oh my God, I'm going to call the airport and complain. I mean, 
And also, what hmm. comes that? What comes of it? Nothing. Nothing. So what are you Because doing? what are you going to do? You're what moving you to a spot that's yeah. near the airport. Like, you have to live close enough to the airport if you need to call 12,000 times yeah, that's, in well, one year. Maybe. That sounds almost a little like they might have some mental health Well, it issues, could be mental maybe? health or it could just be an old person who's cranky and annoyed. I don't know. That's so much. So it's a lot. Like, to the OCD But the level. fact that it's already 5,000 for the year 2020 and it's the fourth month of the year, like, what? Oh, 20, it's for or 2022, year, 20, sorry. Okay. For yeah, 2022. that's absurd. That's know, absolutely they, insane. They need to find a positive Because they've almost way. beat their 2020 calls of 6,000. Already in, in four months. In four months. They need to find a positive like, Which I think this was written last week, maybe, <clears throat> this was reported. So, by now, they might even be to the 6,000 number. I wonder... I, the, I feel terrible for the people at the airport answering the phone. Yeah. I would be, like, straight pissed if somebody called our office hundreds yeah. of times. 59 times a day. To be like, your plane is oh so God. loud. And in our office, you'd have to be like, that's not our plane. It's just out there. <laughs> it's it's somebody some else's plane. plane. We're just next to this other hangar. Leave what us you, alone. What can we do? Like, <laughs> what can you... So every time I've ever heard a loud plane, like, at my house, it's always, like, I think it's the C-130s that fly. Yeah. And I don't get... I always get, like... That sounds like a like lawnmower. Scared. I'm like, <gasps> what is that? But I've never thought, I'm going to complain that for... 13 seconds of my life, I'm hearing a plane fly <laughs> overhead. Like, what? Yes, that's exactly Who, what happened. What? Why? No, I don't know. You know nothing's going to happen, so why do that? Well, and that's the thing, too. Like, you know you're living in an airport radius. Yeah. Like, you know you are. Yep. So, that, that would be like people at the town where we work being like, oh, my God. Right. And it's maybe they so do. It's so loud because of these planes. It's like, you, you know when you move here that this is yeah. literally the only thing. I know... It says that our airport's in Hartford, but it's not. It's not. They're like, welcome to Hartford. And it's like, we're not no, in Hartford. We're, not. we're in a different town. So, like, do people not realize that when they move to that yeah, town? Maybe. But, wow. <laughs> that's sad. Sad. It's very sad. I feel bad for them. Like, I feel bad that's... for the person, too. But I thought it was funny because I was like, well, we can relate to how loud it is. How truly loud it is. Yes. But... Because, like, especially, like, okay, so where we work at the airport, we work kind of near the post office building, and they have that huge Amazon plane yeah. that literally looks like it can't get off the ground know, when it's so going huge. to take off, because it's so big, yep. and that thing is so loud. so loud. The Air Force planes are so Wicked loud, loud yeah. and they all land there, and I'm never like, oh my god, I'm going to call the airport and be like, excuse me, you're bothering me from yeah. the hangars over here where I'm working. Yeah, no. Like, no. It's just part of what you, you know, what right. you have to deal with if and you're anywhere so near an airport. And there's so many houses right around where we work. Yeah. And I don't think that they're all complaining. Like, but don't you, you sometimes you just you just get used to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some the real, real loud ones, of course, I hear and I always think, hmm, like what's, yeah. what's happening out there? But, right, but, even at work, I know, I get used but it's to like, it. here I get used to it. Like I'll be in bed and it will be like midnight or something and I'm falling asleep and I hear like whoo over the house yeah. like a plane coming into land because we're like twenty minutes away from the airport. Yeah. Um and I'm like, Whoa, this is loud, but like I'm so used to it now. It's yeah. it's like Crickets chirping in the summer. Yeah, you get used you, to it's it. It's a noise that Whatever. living here I'm used to. Yeah, it goes in, it goes in the background. Yeah. So, I, I agree. But 12,000 times. 
No. I want to, do they have like a spouse? Do they have children? It didn't say anything because they didn't want to disclose. I'm sure the airport knows the person's loca- like name and everything, but they didn't disclose any of that information to the article that I was reading. Can't that like become harassment at some point? You I know? feel like, but I feel like it's also their public right to be like, it's loud and I don't like it, okay. I guess. Okay. It's like the people who show up to town council meetings to be like, I don't like that you're doing this. The council does it. Right. Like, you can complain as much as you want. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. All right. Well. So, yeah. That's fascinating. There's another story that we would have discussed just, I, we, we probably did about the, the mask mandate thing. That was just overturned for... Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about that right. at, in person, because that was yesterday. But, yeah. Oh, we did so, for a few seconds. So that's that's newsworthy right now. That yes, that the federal judge in Florida yep. overturned the CDC ruling to extend the federal mask mandate to May 3rd. For tran- for transportation. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that at UConn, they have the kids wearing their masks again. Yeah. Except, from what I understand, they don't have to wear them in mm-hmm. the dining halls. Oh, that's weird. But all the employees do. So when you're talking a thousand kids coming mm-hmm. in or like 12 or 18 employees, what? So you're going to so, make the 12 or 18 employees wear a mask, but not the 1,000 I will kids. tell you the same thing happened at Disney World when Stupid. we just went on vacation. We were on Mission Space in the green area and everybody working inside the ride. And it was like only that ride for some reason. All of them had masks on Hmm. and we were in the room waiting. Oh, and I think maybe test track too. And we were waiting in the room to watch the pre video and they all had masks on. And I'm like, none of us are wearing masks. Not one other person except the people working here are wearing masks. That's weird. Yeah. So it must be some sort of like mandate for them to remain open that they have to do that. Yeah. So maybe that's the same thing for UConn. Like, oh, the kids don't have to because they'll be actively eating and drinking. Right. But... Yep. But, they I, but do, I'm not actively eating and drinking right? on a ride, and I didn't have to wear it. They do have to wear masks, and, and you know, when they go to class and all of that. Yeah. So it's just crazy that they're, like, flapping their gums well, and sneezing and coughing. Hopefully that doesn't and, come back to elementary schools, because I'm very happy for my kids that my kindergartner finally got to go to school without a mask. Yeah. but I mean, my first grader. Sorry. He's been in school since mask mandates. Last gone. week? Not this week, Caden's on, on vacation. Mm-hmm. Not last week. It was the week before last week. A cluster of five kids had tested positive in his class. Yeah. Five kids. Wow. This is the first time since COVID that there have been like more than maybe one or two. Oh, my kids' classes went down five like flies, kids. even with the masks. So I don't feel mm-hmm. like that was like really helping anything because they all still put their hands in their mouths and are not responsible. Yeah. Like, I can I see know. high schoolers being like, we'll mitigate this with masks because we're not going to be like, yeah, right. I know. <laughs> like licking, licking somebody yeah. else's water, sneezing, Ka-choo! touching a right monkey bar and then like licking it. Yeah. Like, that's what my kids are doing in school. I just, I just couldn't get over that number. I just was, and he know, and he knew when he came home and told me, um, told me that, you know, a few of the kids were out and I get mm-hmm. like that feeling. I get like that. <laughs> what, what it used to be with my older boys when Mm -hmm. they would be like oh somebody was out i would get that total fear running through me it was either lice yeah or the stomach bug oh yeah those are my two 
my God, please, dear baby Jesus, do not let my children have either of them. Don't do it. Don't bring it here. I would, like, freaking lose my shit. Oh, my gosh. Now, obviously, it's more like when he says, you know, like, yeah. they're out and COVID or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. uh, what? See, and it's funny because, like, I don't get nervous about it because they're going to be sick because I know they're going to be okay. I just get nervous <laughs> about, like oh, great, this means I have to, like, call out of work and, like, rearrange my life because you're sick. Right. My brother called me today on my lunch break and was telling me that he has the stomach bug, and we just saw him Sunday for Easter. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I have a stomach bug. Are you sick? No. But him and his roommate are both sick. And I was like, well, there is was a stomach bug going around school before... We went on vacation, but we've yeah. been on vacation for a week. So, yeah. like, no, none of us are sick. My aunts aren't sick. My grandma's not sick. My mom's not sick. So nobody is. God. And I was like, okay, please don't get sick because we don't need that. Nobody, like, nobody has time for We that. don't need a stomach bug because right. what classically happens in my house is they never get it at the same time. So one will be out of school for two days because now if they have a fever, they have to be 24 hours yeah. fever free. So they make them wait another day. Yep. And then after the two days, I'll be like, oh, yay, I can go back to work. And then the other one will be like, I don't feel good. And then it's like, yeah. now you missed four days. Yes. So that's that's very rough. That's very scary. It's rough out here for the moms. But I'm terrified of COVID still because we don't know that our kids are going to be okay. We yeah. hope they're going to be okay, but we right. don't know. Nobody knows. I mean, we right. just don't know. So, But I still well, live in fear of the flu, I'm too. Saying don't get me wrong. Af- knock on wood, but after their first bout with COVID, they had it way less worse than we did. They both had, like, because our kids are not vaccinated because they're so little, um, and they both had really high fevers, but not one other symptom, and were fine after a day. Where Dan and I were like, oh, my God, for, like, two weeks, I can't breathe when I'm walking upstairs. Like, I am not sleeping. I'm coughing my brains out. Like, there's just everything's going wrong. And I'm so exhausted. After one day, they were like, okay, we're fine. But we're out of school for, like, a long time now. Right. Kate was okay when we had it back in February. He was, it was a cold, Mm -hmm. thankfully. I say it was, like, just like a cold for about Mm -hmm. four days. But I every day would like feel him like fifteen right. times like Mom, I'm fine. I'm like, Do you have a fever? What's going on? Yeah. How's your stomach? Anything else? I can tell you, know? you when Camden tested positive, I hysterically cried because he was the first one of us to test positive. And because you didn't know like yes. how's he gonna react? What's it gonna be like? Yeah. I was like, Oh my god. I'm so upset. And we didn't tell him until after it was all over, like maybe three weeks later, we were like, yeah, you had COVID because we didn't want him to freak out right? You don't because want it was that. such a thing of like, oh my God, it's so terrible. I'm going to die. Right. Yeah. yeah. You don't need so, that. No. And that. he already has enough anxiety yep. in his life that we didn't need to do anything. You don't want to He is me to the extreme. Yeah. Everything we did in Florida, he's like, dad, what time, what time is it? Our fast pass is at 12. We need to get over there. And Dan's like, can you please stop? And then you look at me and be like, this is you. You did this. And I'm like, I know, because that's me as a person. Right. Kanan knew right away because he was like, right as we took the test, he was like, we were hovering over it. Like people waiting, waiting on a pregnancy test, you know, or just standing there yeah. waiting. And then when I saw his pop, I was like, oh shit. Because I wasn't feeling 100% at that yeah, point, remember? so you knew. Yeah. I was at work. I was here. I was like, oh, yeah, it's just a cold. And I was like, oh, God, no. No, no, no. Right. So then, again, the two of us are staring over it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Both positive. So that was good times. Yeah. But anyway, hopefully that's it for that. <laughs> yes. Is that hopefully. your? Are, is that yes, your? that was my story, the airport story. 
Okay. So uh, I just really, I didn't want to go too deep into this. I just wanted to talk about, because we did briefly talk about this past weekend where there were like a ton of um, mass shootings. Oh, yes. There were a ton of mass shootings. There were, um, let's see, over the holiday weekend, 12 people were shot at a, a Columbia, South Carolina mall. That, I hate to hear this, you know. Right. I'm just, I, I don't want to be afraid now to, like, go everywhere right. again. Like, you know. In nearby Hampton County, nine people were shot outside of a nightclub. Mm-hmm. So, what the hell. And if in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, two juveniles were killed and A were injured after shooting at a birthday party. So, what the yeah. heck? What? I feel like people are just like, oh, we've been cooped up for so long. Like, it's time to be shooting. Like, it's time to be out there shooting We have to get, people. like, back up to our levels we were pre-COVID. And it's just sad. Yeah. So, in 2019, there were 417 um, mass shootings. In 2020, it went up to 611. And now already for... Oh, I'm sorry. For 2021, it went up to 693. So, we're trending upwards. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah. I don't like it. No, I don't like just it don't, either. I don't. I do not. And I worry about them in school and everything. Yep, everything. Because... I worry about them every... Scary. Like, Caden has a trip coming up to Boston. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like, of course I want him to go because... Right. It's why your kid to see all of that, but you know what? I don't want them to go because I'm (laughs) not... I don't want them to go because I'm not there. And I'm like, kind of... I I notice everything. Yeah. When I'm somewhere, I'm always kind of scanning. I look around and see what's going on. Yeah. I don't know that anybody else is going to be doing this. Right, exactly. You You have to hope that Do you know anybody who's chaperoning that? No. I have not been told. I did, like... Put like Steve said he would maybe like Steve said he would do it, but it, it was it was probably too late at that point because I think if you don't get it in within the first day or two, yeah, like you're out. Then you're you not the I mean? You're not yeah. going to be the one. So I don't think he's going to be picked. He certainly hasn't been called yet, but right, and it's it's probably soon. So yeah, but also just just also let me just state love him. He's a great dad. Yeah. But he also is not aware of his surroundings. <laughs> like, I am... Yeah. I'm hyper aware of my surroundings. He is not. Right. He's your typical, just like, you know, whatever. Caught Going up in the, the moment of what guy. he's doing. Yeah. He's not scanning, looking for possible, you know, bad Situations. guys out there. Yeah. <laughs> Situational awareness. No. Right. It's not his thing. But hey, we have SMS training every year, so <laughs> yeah. we know. We know, all right? I am trained <laughs> Risk <in this>. averse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, that was all I had until our Pete Davidson Okay, well, I have my new little segment right now. So every time we do Around the Water Cooler, I am going to bring us Florida Man news. Yes, do it. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God, yes. This month's Florida Man news. This is actually from mid-March, but this was, like, the funniest one I could find because all of the other ones were, like, insanely serious like a guy wearing from the cops and ran over like discarded body parts in the yes. police chase. <gasps> I, and I read was like, that. Okay, that's too dark to bring to our around the water cooler funny news stories. That was thing. Florida. Yeah, yeah. I read that. And then that. there was like some other ones about like a guy killing like his parents in Georgia and then driving back to Florida. And I was like, ooh, that's also not very good. But this one's hilarious, and I have heard about this happening with other police departments before, but this one is way too good. So. A Florida man was arrested after calling the police to have the meth he purchased tested for authenticity. <laughs> oh my God. So Thomas Eugene Colucci called 911 <sighs> out of fear that he had purchased bath salts and not meth. His reasoning? 
I'm an experienced drug user and I know what smoking meth should feel like. So I'm calling because I think you need to get the person who sold me this in trouble for misrepresenting his product. Oh my God. Oh, if you well, call the police and say that, I think the meth worked. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> You're on drugs, so, dude. He was charged with possession and was held on $7,000 bond while awaiting trial. And the article ended with this post from the Hernando County Sheriff's Department from their Facebook page that says, if you, this is a quote from their post, if you or someone you know has doubts about the authenticity of your narcotics, the Hernando County Sheriff's Department is pleased to provide three free authentic, <laughs> authentic, oh my God, authentic, why can't I say this word? I already said it once. Authenticity? No. Authentication? Oh, yeah. Authentication. Authentication services. It? And that was via their Facebook page. I oh my god, that's hilarious. So I have hilarious. I have seen other so before anybody's like in our email, like, oh my god, this has happened before. Because I have seen and heard on other true crime podcasts and things that there have been other places and maybe it's florida because florida is just yeah, a mess florida but or the south and things like that where people have been like oh i think that my drugs are fake or i think that this or i have these drugs and i just want them whatever and have brought them into the police due to like facebook posts sure. but how stupid are you so stupid so that was our lovely florida man i you could do like forty of them. Every oh, time. I know. I love. Them so, so I was. Much. I was thinking, and I'll probably do this for next time. But I was kind of crunched for time when I was getting everything together. That because we're, we recorded two episodes today. So I was thinking that maybe going forward, I would do a Florida man and then a Florida woman, woman. just yes. to be same sex appreciative. Yes, that women are also crazy. I did see something about like a Florida woman got arrested for like. Driving and wearing like only body paint or something, okay. and she was not like an Instagram model. It was like some old lady or oh older lady was driving she, around. I don't know. I didn't click mask. into the article. I was just like, "This is too crazy." Wow. Yeah, that's that's. So next month nuts. I will have a Florida man and Thank a you. Florida woman story. Hey, and along you're that lines, I just wanted to tell you that the the guy who gave Mac Miller. Hit like oh, fentanyl yes, I did see that. drugs mm -hmm. was arrested and sentenced to like I think it was seven years or something. Yeah, I did a, see that today on Yahoo. My son is a a big Mac Miller fan. He was mm -hmm. pretty damn devastated when he died. So I think, you know, not that that helps anybody because the dude was still doing drugs right. at the end of the day. But you know, when you think you're doing one thing mm -hmm. and you're taking fentanyl, that's. Oh, yeah. You know, well, and I think the sad thing is, too, is that, like, yes, it's great that he was arrested and punished, but I think the only reason that they saw after him so hard is because it was a famous yeah. person. Yeah, and I think that they should do that for any sort of, like, death like these. Sure like, we've had other around the water coolers where we've talked about the kids in Connecticut who have yes. died from this just being, like, exposed to it, not yeah. even doing it. Yeah. And I feel like those are probably going to be more highly prosecuted because it's children, but I think anybody should. And I think everybody should drop the stigmata of, like, well, they're drug users, so it doesn't matter. It's like, it does matter. It does. Because it's still people's lives. It's still people. Yeah. And uh, everybody knows somebody who's an addict of something. Yes. In some way. For sure. So, yeah, don't be judging yeah, about we all do. drug addicts, please. That's baloney right there. Yeah. Okay, okay, so I don't have anything riveting about Pete Davidson because... Right now, 
He's just, like, quietly happy mm-hmm. living his life. Kim Kardashian's family really likes him. Mm-hmm. They're just, like, hanging out and... I have Pete Davidson news. You know, and Kanye's been kind of yes, quiet. he has. Leaving, leaving him alone. So he's just kind of, like... Which yeah. now makes me wonder, because I watch it, obviously, this is what my Kardashian news is. The new Kardashian show premiered on Hulu, so I watched the first episode. I can't do it. So I okay. feel like... Well, he's going to be on it or something. No, he right? he's not really on it. I'll I'll get to that in a second. But I feel like their drama was also part of like hyping this show up. And I uh, hate to say that, gotcha. but I think it is because guess what happens in the first episode? There's a situation where uh, their son, I think Saint is their son, her and Kanye yeah. West's son, is on Roblox, which my kids play Roblox. Yeah. And she takes the Roblox thing because they're like, haha, mommy, look at this, it's you. And it was like a little Roblox character with like a Kim Kardashian crying meme. And it said, click here for Kim Kardashian's sex tape part two <gasps> with Ray J. So apparently what happened like throughout the episode is like Ray J's manager said that they had another tape that oh they were going to leak, which why would you put that on Roblox? Yeah. But the whole thing's going on, and, like, she's talking in the whole episode, like, Kanye and I are actively getting divorced, I'm gonna be hosting Saturday Night Live next week, yeah. um, the, like, one of the first people she calls outside of her lawyer is Kanye, and she's, like, crying to him. So they still have a good relationship, even so. Yeah. And then it shows clips for the rest of the season, and it's like, oh, what do you think about Pete Davidson? And she's like, I don't know who that is. And it's huh. like, so it's like talking about them doing that. So all of that stuff's coming up. And I don't, I think they had said in an article that he's not going to be on the show. Okay. Because it's like not his thing, but he might coming up. But Kanye would, West is on the show. I so. would feel so happy if he was not on the show. Yeah. I just. Well, think, I feel like if they get married, he'll be on the show. Because well, Travis yeah, Barker sure. is predominantly on the show. That's just, I like the whole that. first episode is like. He's dating Chloe or Courtney, and they're just like making out everywhere at like a barbecue can, can they in front of everyone. It, and like it. they're making jokes about like, oh, come on, guys, you can come out here and make out next to the like Chris Jenner saying that. And I'm like, my mom is no. like pretty cool with like talking to us about like romance and things, but she wouldn't be like, come on, guys, come make out when you're in your 40s. Come on, guys, come yeah, make no, out out here. To together. Like in front of all these kids. I am. Um, I don't like that. <laughs> and I just don't like any of it. And so, I yeah, was he's on the show. I was a fan of Travis Barker mm-hmm. and that show that he had with his ex-wife. Oh, yes. I liked mm-hmm. all of Mokley. that. Yeah. But I just think I can't when people are acting like so out. Yeah outrageous for what like what is what right. are they why well and it's so like it, it's got to be so heavily scripted because i remember when like all the drama was going on with because they're always on yahoo like everything they do is on yahoo and i like i'll check yahoo to see what's going on for news and it's yeah. always like kardashian stories yeah. so i remember like a few months ago Scott Disick, who's Courtney Kardashian's yeah. ex-boyfriend, because they were never married, was, it was, like, a huge story that he had texted her other ex-boyfriend about how inappropriate Courtney and Travis were being. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's kind of crazy that he, like, still cares that much. Wouldn't you know... It's a huge thing in the first episode. Uh-huh. I can't believe that he did that. We're not inviting him to this barbecue. Oh, my God. And then he's like, you know, they're the only family I've ever had. Like, I, this is so terrible that, like, they're not inviting me to stuff. And then Courtney is like, or Chloe is like, oh, Scott's my best friend and we hang out all the time. It's like, yeah, okay. So all of that was what? staged wow. for 
the show to create yeah. some sort of drama. drama. So I feel like maybe this whole, because it like has blown down quite a bit yeah. with the whole like Kanye, Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian yeah, thing. Yeah, sure has. And I doubt that you can go from being like that hot about something to just being like, eh, whatever. Yeah. So I feel like upcoming storyline is going to be like, oh my God, Kanye's being so out of control. Sure. And Pete Davidson is saving me. And then it will be like, oh, and now we're all fine with each other. Yeah, that's bizarre. Because that's what it seems like. Well, I know that you know that my friend who lives in L.A. Mm-hmm. who has worked on um, reality shows has broken my heart and told me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, there's so much, there's so much like the producers really get involved. Yeah. And get, like, say, you know, she, she gave me a, a, an instance where like, uh, somebody will walk in the room and they'll be like, Hey, you know, you know what she just said? She just said that is the ugliest dress she's ever seen in her life. And then that girl will turn around and be like, Oh my God, what are you saying about me? Yeah, and then exactly. they just start drama. Yeah. That's exactly. like what they're doing. Right. I was like, I mean, I kind of logically knew that, but I didn't want to hear that. Yeah. And that's, that's truly what I think happened because they seem to have a really good relationship. And the creepiest thing. That was revealed in the show that I thought, and I don't know why no one sees any issues with this or weirdness, was Kim Kardashian's like, oh yeah, so Kanye wants to quit, and I knew this about him because he does this with every woman he's with. She's like, Kanye always says, and they're going through a divorce at this time, that he wants to just quit music and everything and just be my stylist and like follow me around and dress me, which he did the same thing with Julia Fox. He's doing the same thing with the new girl he's dating who creepily looks exactly like Kim Kardashian and is like some social media influencer. Um, He dresses them and like makes their style and everything. Well, he's been dressing her since like 2000. They weren't even together. And she's like, he would send me emails with like the latest looks and be like, here's what you need to be wearing because this is what's on trend and really has helped me with my style evolution throughout my career. Wow. And I'm like, what? Is he still dressing her now? Yeah, I think so. I think so. He's dressing his. his Here's what I think so. Here's what I think so. Yes, because she, he was like really into like Balenciaga and all that stuff. And now she's the face of Balenciaga and like all those little jumpsuits she wears are from that. So I think he still has like that style impact on her, even with these fights and whatever's going on. I think he's still like, Hey, here's what you should be doing. Okay. They're just warped. They're just a warped group of You're people. You're just so out of touch with what a normal human is doing. I'm really, really sad that Pete Davidson <laughs> is involved in it. Well, I mean, he's, I he's rich now, too, and, like, famous, so I, he'll get, like, warped oh, out, he's too. he's so normal. But like, he's, yeah. like, your normal You think that. Guy. You think you know, that. You think most people a famous are. guy. But then they get famous, and then it's like, oh, yeah, this is normal. <sighs> I know, they, they completely lose sight of yeah. what is actually normal, so... Oh, and I forgot I had one other thing written down. Just, I don't, I don't, I think we've talked about it, but I don't know if you, do you watch Vanderpump Rules at all? No. Okay. I do. It is like my guilty pleasure. I love Vanderpump Rules. Mm -hmm. I just can't help it. But big news from that show is that Katie Maloney and Tom Schwartz are getting divorced after like being together for 12 years, not married for 12. I think they've been married for four and um, I was just really, really sad when I read this, mm-hmm. you know, because, like, I love Tom Schwartz. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, okay, cool, because she's so bitchy to him. I don't know. She's been so bitchy to him for the whole time, so who it's these okay. these people are. Yeah. And I feel like it's as a, a millennial, show. I should know, show. because, like, everyone I know loves that show. It's a good and show. And I was like, oh, I love those people. And isn't, like, the sassy girl from <laughs> yes, that show, like, Kylie yeah. Jenner's best friend? 
Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, she's she's not on the show Unless anymore. Unless there's multiple Stasi. No, Stasi Schroeder, <laughs> I'm sure it's her. But, so that was just kind of devastating news, because, like, even though Katie is, I'm sorry, she's kind of bitchy. But is but she really been, like, a her solid, show oh, character? I'm gonna say she appears to be kind of bitchy, but <laughs> her husband is, like, very loyal to mm-hmm. his best friend. Like, sort of puts the best friend above the marriage. And Uh-oh. So, yeah. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> not right? happening. <laughs> not happening. So, no happy life. So, they're getting divorced. And I was kind of bummed out about that. But, you know, it happens. 50% of marriages and all of that. Especially, I'm sure that the statistics are far worse for Hollywood. So Oh, my God, yes. yes. Like, so. people are amazed, like, oh, they made it two years married. Way to go. <laughs> That's such yeah. a longevity in Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, I do want to say, speaking of Hollywood marriages, because we're going to probably follow this because it's, like, in its infancy, but the Johnny Depp and Amber yeah. Heard oh, yeah, trial is going on. Yes. And I haven't written anything down because yes, yes. I really haven't, couldn't bring myself to read it. But yeah. I have the news break app on my phone. Yeah. And it's very weird because it's... Like, whoever's uploading the article, with anything in that app, you get something and it's like, like, say it's politics. It will be like, Donald Trump is the best. And then you get an article, like, a few minutes later and it's like, Joe Biden's the best. And it's like, what is this app? Like, it's just all these different things. So, today, let's see if I still have it on my phone. They uploaded one and I didn't click into it that was like, new, um, oh yeah, it must be here. Oh yeah, right here. Amber experts say Amber Heard's suited courtroom look gives off an aura of strength and credibility okay. as she defends herself against ex Johnny Depp. I'm sorry because she wore a suit to court. You're gonna say that she gives off like and oh and wore like pin tuck waves. You're gonna say that she gives off credibility because of her court looks. Like she's an actress, and in the yeah. last one she looks like Diane Keaton with yeah, like fifties hair. And I promise you, her <laughs> attorneys are telling her what to wear. Yes. So, she didn't just come up with that on her if own. If you couldn't tell, I'm not on Amber Heard's side about no, any I'm of this. No, I'm not either. At all? Yeah. I'm not either. I mean, I, I know some of it. I don't know yeah. all of it, but yeah. No. Well, no one knows all of no. it except them. True. Like, and saying, I, think both I don't know sides, all of it that's been out right. there, at least. I don't. And I think both sides did wrong things, but I don't think that she should have gone so hard. And the fact that she's on tape saying, like, I'm going to ruin your life and everyone's going to believe me over you because I'm a woman is gross. Yeah. That's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. I actually feel bad for John. So we will follow that. And the last thing that I wanted to touch on before we wrap up is the Connie debate trial is still going on. So if you listened to our uh, True Crime Tuesdays, the murder of Connie debate episode, and if you haven't, it's one of our most recent, like most popular episodes because it's the trials going on now. So be sure to listen to that episode, but they are doing the trial now. They've been going over the evidence. They uh, had evidence of, like, the dogs who came to the house that day had actually sniffed out evidence back to the husband, like, as the assailant of the whole thing. Yeah. And then today I got a news, again, news break app, number one best thing, even though it's, like, weird. (laughs) Um, There was another article released today that was like, oh, they have been showing items that they took out of the house that day to the jury now. So it's really like underway now. And I know his family, which I can't believe this, believes that he's innocent. Wow. But they were saying, I guess on the first day, maybe it was the first day or the second day, they were talking about giving testimony about how it was like the worst job they've ever seen when he zip tied himself to the folding chair. Yeah. Because like he wasn't really actually restrained. So. Right. 
But like, he was acting like he was. And he had one hand out. <laughs> and then I guess I was reading some article after we had recorded our episode that said that when the police showed up to the house, he was acting like he was, like, beaten, like, almost to the point of, like, passing out and, like, exhaustion. But he was, like, literally fine. Like, nothing had happened to him, but he was, like, on the floor when they arrived. Like an NBA like, player? Like, yeah. Like <laughs> like a professional soccer yeah. player Far or a much. basketball it's player. Too much, yeah. pal. Too much. Like, he was laying it on real thick, but was fine. Okay. Wow. Well, so, I, I'm interested. So that's also that an continues. ongoing court case. So we will yeah. follow both of those and report back. Yes. Uh, so if you have any recommendations for our next around the water cooler, you can send us articles or info to our Gmail at coworkerskillingtime at gmail.com. Yeah. You can get some photos. I don't know what we're going to put up for photos this week, but we'll figure something out. We've got cliches. Oh, yeah. Well, that's for the other episode. Oh, this I'm is sorry. for the. <laughs> Let's erase that. We recorded two episodes today, if you can't tell. We've got um, current events. We'll put up the gun violence stats. Yeah, we so we can, we can put up different photos there on our Instagram. You can go to Instagram and follow us at Coworkers Killing Time. You can also follow us on Facebook at Coworkers Killing Time Podcast to listen to all of our episodes, see all of our Instagram photos, and give us comments and suggestions and things on there, too, because it just helps the show get more visibility. And lastly, you can support us by going to patreon.com and searching for Coworkers Killing Time Podcast for bonus content. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye.